Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back. I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. Speaking of backs, I said welcome back. Mm. You have an unwelcome back. Your, your, my, your, your back is bugging you. My back has not been welcome in uh, a decade, but uh, my back extra hurts today. Yeah, so. Boo. Right, well, that's yeah, not good. Be a, little, a little less whimsical than usual. But. Do you know what will cheer you up? Uh, reading my recap. Yes, you wrote a, you You've been a, a good student. I have, yeah. Good on you. All right, um, well, fire away. All right. I, uh, blah, 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 blah. Do my vocal me, warm-ups. Me, 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 yeah. me. All right, I did not... Crib death. <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's Harmontown. Uh, Jeff Davis is doing his vocal exercises, and which I suppose is a thing that people in theater or acting do, the vocal exercises. And yeah. You just shout some weird shit, like Dermot Mulroney. Crib death. That's horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. It's funny, though. Um, He's a funny guy. I have written this recap, but I have not reread it after I wrote it. Okay. So I followed all of that. Yeah, it might sound. You wrote it, didn't read it after yeah, you wrote it. It was late last night when I finished it. So late in the evening, and I blew that room away. It might sound like nonsense. We're about to find out. We're we're gonna find only one way to find out. Only the only one way, way out is out. through. Yeah. Okay. Uncanny X Men issue two twenty eight is called Deadly Games, and it was released in April of nineteen. I keep writing ninety eight, but it was actually eighty eight. We can we can follow all that. Yep. And cost seventy five cents. On the, on the cover are the words "In Memoriam." Welcome to Reagan's America. All right. With ghost superheroes flying towards the reader and away from looks what looks like a memorial service or a stage or something. Oh yeah, that thing. We open on possibly Dazzler's messy desk. Although I think later on I thought maybe it wasn't. Yeah, go ahead. Her Keep desk. going. Yeah. Keep going. We see photos, newspaper clippings, Kentucky bourbon, and a letter to <laughs> Oz. Or OZ. Non-Kentucky bourbon is, yeah. an, is a contradiction in terms. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Oz. I'm not sure if it's Oz or if it's supposed to be OZ, uh, who seems to be a bounty hunter and her friend. She says in the letter, the X Men are hiding out in Alcatraz while the Feds look for them, and that while they may be wanted, they are not criminals. We mm. go on to a series of visual flashbacks as she describes her time with the X Men, working in the danger room with Wolverine interfering to teach her a lesson. No sword in her face. No sword in her face, right. That until she can fight on her own, she's a liability, right. So it's like a flashback. Yeah. Right. Okay. The narrative continues. It took me a long time to kind of figure out what was going on. The narrative continues okay. in alternation, bits from a letter in a way that is very, to me, was very engaging. Mm-hmm. Psylocke is reading a paper and thinks she spots another mutant, maybe a werewolf. Yep. But Dazzler knows him, and he's no more a werewolf than she is. His name is Oz Chase. Yeah. Flash forward, I guess, a few days, even though it's still... I think, a f- it's, I think it's OZ. Is o it okay. yeah, It's a flashback, and Dazzler is off to help OZ in the past. Yep. Wolverine thinks... By the way, we all understand the temporal mechanics okay. at work here. Cool. Wolverine <laughs> thinks she needs backup. She says she doesn't. Yep. Wolverine feels that while Dazzler objectively knows why she, why she has to stay with the X-Men, she wants to be independent and every once in a while wants to fuck off on her own to yeah. do independent things. Soon we're in Pentonville, Florida, and an old couple is getting ready to go into town to meet their daughter off a bus. A truck drives up. There's a twishy-looking character in the front seat. There's a Zerak. And Lord of mercy. The old man is dead, or at least injured. 
Dazzler gets to Florida. And, and what is that old man's name? I'm actually looking at the issue. You're, you're I have not, no I'm idea. Shooting. Thomas. Oh. Thomas. Thomas. Was that relevant? No. Okay. Not at all. And I'm sorry that I brought it up. <laughs> okay. Dazzler gets to Florida and, surprise, Wolverine is already there wearing a Hawaiian shirt. We learned... Wait a minute. A Hawaiian shirt? Yeah. He's in Florida. That jokester. Just have like a Ron John surf shop or something like that. We learned the Dazzler's worried because her friend Oz has a dog named Cerebus that maybe could have inflicted werewolf-like wounds. I'll stop. I keep interrupting. Should I interrupt or should I not? It depends. I can't tell. Is it Cerebus or Cerberus? Because it's probably Cerberus. It's probably Cerberus. Yep, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um. Wolverine says he's going to check into, in at the, quote, Bates Motel, but instead captures a tail that he spotted and Dazzler didn't. Uh. Dazzler isn't allowed to visit her friend in prison, but sneaks into the impound lot to look at his truck and finds Cerberus. The dog comes back to the motel, Wolvie feeds it cigars, and they become friends. Wait a minute, feeds it cigars? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay. I'll keep looking, but uh, yeah. All right. Wolverine feels that the tail smelled Russian and pretends to be <laughs> drunk to get arrested and end up in jail with Chase. Yeah. Before Wolverine can introduce himself, some dudes show up to kill Chase because he's a, quote, loose end. They get mm. snicked and Wolverine and Chase break out of jail. Back at the hotel, Chase doesn't actually know what he's involved in. But here's his story. He was hired by state police to chase down... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I shouldn't interrupt. I it think, just I think depends on what you're interrupting. Like, if you're interrupting to like add something, you can interrupt. But if you're just like interrupting for banter, maybe don't. What's the difference between adding something and banter? Like if I don't know if this is banter or, or, or adding something. Okay. Why don't you tell it's... me and I'll tell you if it was banter okay, or adding okay. something. It's a flashback and a flashback. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, he was hired by state police to chase down a drug dealer who had skipped bail. Chase found him, but the guy had mutant powers, mutant-like powers, white lightning exploding from his hands and all that. The police showed up. The dog took off because he doesn't respond well to authority figures. Mm. And when Chase comes to, he is arrested for the murder of the Russian dealer's crew. Mm -hmm. Wolverine sees the guy's photo and turns out it's a Russian that he knows. But if he's a spy, why are other spies chasing him? Suddenly, someone knocks at the door, and it's Henry Peter Gergich. Gerich. Guy Rich. Guy Rich. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yes. Who I know Guy we've Ritchie. seen. Who I know we've seen before. Turns yep. out he's chasing the Russian who had been a KGB informant, detailing the Russians' mutant program. Mm-hmm. He double-crossed. The guy's name is Zait. What was his name? Hold on, I wrote it down. Zaitsev. Zaitsev. Zaitsev is the baddie, which means rabbit. Zaitsev means rabbit? Like, of rabbits, yes. Zaitsev, it's like multi- plural rabbit. Yes, belonging rabbits. belong belonging to rabbits. It's belonging to like rabbits. Zai- yeah, it's declined. It's a, okay, yeah. good, good, good. He double-crossed them, Zaitsev did, and escaped to live the life of a cocaine king. But a rival mm-hmm. gang lord betrayed him, and the local cops did not know who he was. So the KGB is trying to kill him, and Gyrich wants Wolvie to get him first with a suggestion that helping the feds would be a good thing for the X-Men's image. All right. I'm not done yet. No, I know. I know. I'm I'm, I'm kind of cheering you on. Flipping the page. Yeah. Wolverine has complicated feelings about letting this asshole go scot-free, but decides to play ball. Wolverine is met by Dazzler, Chase, and the dog in the swamp. They find Zaitsev, and there's a cool fight scene where Dazzler finally learns that she can do shit all on her own. Yeah. 
Finally, the Russian is willing to give himself up to Gerich on the terms that Chase, Dazzler, and Wolvie are executed. Cerberus does not like that deal and kills the guy. The Russian guy. Job mm-hmm. done. Job done. Gyrich is pissed, but Wolvie says, This time, bad guys pretended they were good, and the good guys got portrayed as bad, but things worked out in the end. Yeah. So now we flash forward back <laughs> to real time to a newspaper headline about the X-Men being killed, and Chase is in a townie bar somewhere. Some guy says, Good riddance to the death of the X-Men, and Chase gets very mad. Soon we're all raising glasses to Dazzler and the X-Men, and Chase is in his car having a drink for them all on his own, too. Great place to have a drink in your car, by the way. Yes. This isn't true. You shouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, cool. Cool. Fantastic recap. Thanks. Yeah, sorry, sorry that you're not, you're not feeling well, but um, uh, good recap. And yep. uh, sorry for the interruptions. No, no worries. Um, what did you think of this one? So I enjoyed this. Yep. I, I, I looked at uh, Powell the other day. He, he doesn't care for this. He, he, he barely, barely mentioned, mentioned it at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I dig it. I'll acknowledge that it's slight <laughs> doesn't really add loads but i like these one-offs mm-hmm. it, it's just it's a nice tight plot stuff happens yeah i, I like seeing dazzle and wolverine bounce off each other i i like getting more of a, a fleshed out backstory for dazzler mm-hmm. um the the action in it didn't didn't blow me away but it didn't need to that, that that's rarely what i get excited about mm-hmm. uh in, in comics so no i dug it yeah i like this one too and it was, I, I read it finished it last night and then um i looked it up in the uh the real gentleman of leisure, leisure yes and they hate this one holy cow yeah they, they really right. really are they really okay. don't like it like What's it's just like filler but the other thing i guess yeah which is i i can't argue with this but that yeah. several people mention and it actually did not occur to me as i was writing it is that like why is dazzler writing chase a letter about things that he was involved in that's a fair question yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah shame on me for not, yeah. not having connected those dots but um it didn't seem obvious to me either like it i, I didn't that my brain did not throw up that question as like yeah, a logical yeah. fallacy at the time but i mean i can't this is probably one where uh, Claremont's writing a thing. He wants to have a first-person narrator, uh, a, a, a Dazzler to be a first-person narrator. Well, how do we do that? He's writing a letter, like, uh, and then like probably like like Jim Shooter, who whoever's editing, Jim Shooter wouldn't be looking. Whoever's editing is it would have posed that very question. At which point they would have said, uh, "We need to get this to the printers like tomorrow." Yeah, we don't have time <laughs> so, to come up with a different idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah a fair point, but. I, clearly, it didn't bother me while, while reading. Yeah, same. It didn't. It didn't bother yeah. me either. Um, I thought it was. It was a very charming issue. Uh, yeah. it was all sort of yeah. resolved. And, and, and yeah, I agree. It gave a little bit more backstory to Dazzler and had sort of a, a bittersweet feeling knowing that you know, at, at some point in the future they would be, at least to the perception of the outside right. world, dead. Right, um, right. Yeah, yeah there, there, there is some emotional weight yeah. uh, to what's happening here. You know, she's she's recalling this this connection and how um, pre-existing friendship was revisited. She has a deepening of her friendship with, with Wolverine through this shared experience. Right. Uh, and there's a dog. And there's a dog. And there's yeah. a dog. Um, and there's like a very, compl- I wrote down, very complicated plot for non-mutant reasons. <laughs> 
like the spies sure. and the Russians and yeah. the double crossing, yeah. like that almost like feels like a hat on a hat kind of. Well, yeah. but it, like in a way that like it was actually fun to see them do that. that right. It's like you know it's it's contrived in a sort of spy way, but not actually yeah. in a in a mutant way uh fair I mean, Actually, the guy's a mutant but it barely matters yeah yeah um yeah, i i like that <laughs> it doesn't always have to be about mutants yeah i i actually i said hat on a hat i'm gonna, I'm gonna completely uh, erase that uh, hat on a penis no no not a, dick, not a not a dick hat isn't there an expression like that not that i've heard maybe it's in, in russian over half a century on this planet yeah, it might sound better than the original Russian. Um, I, I, the the Cold War bit, I, I was about to say that that felt a little bit bolted on, but I, I like that introduction. It is a nod to what's happening in the world. I mean, right. I, I don't know. I, I know how I feel, felt at that time. Cold War was, was still in full swing. Uh, everyone, it was on everybody's mind, and... Having like yeah, this is still a thing. Mm-hmm. Not even still a thing. This is a thing. Right, right. Pretty this important is a thing. thing that's actually happening. Yeah, and they they've got mutants in the Soviet Union too. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> how does it play out hands on those geopolitically? Guys. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Excuse me. No, so I dug it. I yeah, dug I liked it too. I I didn't. Uh, I don't have like loads of more deep stuff to say about it, but uh, sure. I enjoyed it the first time I read it, and then I reread it again, start to finish yesterday to yeah. write the recap. And uh, I had fun writing the recap. And cool. cool. I had fun reading it, and uh, you know, it, it made me feel. It made me feel sad for the guy in the end. Right. Yeah, he's lost his friend. Yeah. Uh, we're going to fight. Uh, we already know, and, and we're going to see more of. We already know that Dazzler remains alive, and we're going to see more of her uh, in the, uh, the the upcoming issues. But yeah, it's a sad note there. Yeah. Apparently, and I I don't know where I saw this, but apparently this guy Oz Chase like has appeared uh, a handful of times across. Maybe in in Dazzler's uh, independent oh, be, yeah. thing, yeah. Um, but I I believe never appears again after this issue. After this issue, oh. so oh. you know, as far as we know, he has lived the rest of his life after that that scene in the car, thinking that Dazzler is dead, which oh, is boy. like kind of a yeah. bummer. Kind of makes me sad, even though it's yeah. all made up. Yeah, I I, I got to look something up. Uh, so. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay, so I've I've listened. I do not listen to my own podcast. Uh, I've listened. Not to, even you <laughs> listen to this. Just because I don't like to this to, shit. I don't like to hear myself. Yeah. And uh, I like to hear you. I know, which yeah. is why you listen to it. Right. Well, no, that's not reasonable. Oh, okay. um, I like, I, like I mean, I. That's why. That, that's why I live with you. <laughs> I try to listen. I have been trying to listen to audiobooks but i'm out of credits on audible and i finished my last book and i don't want to start any of the ones that i have so i want to wait till i have another credit so i can buy another book so i can start listening to it okay but in the meanwhile i've listened to a couple podcasts whatever anyway i was listening to a podcast it ended and i was like i'll listen to <laughs> out of desperation i went to like my which library. is how we get most of our listeners yeah. so. and i was like i'll yeah. listen to this so i listened to one and it was pretty good like three podcasts ago yeah um but then I listened to the one that we started listening to the one that we did like the double, sure, the yeah. double issue a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and 
listening to us hem and haw through the through the live recap is like it's it's pretty bad. It's a lot more charming yeah. in like living it. It's not even that charming living. I it. don't mind it living it because it's like we're here together in our listening in to our, it is pretty tedious. in our cludio, but oh, listening yeah. to it is like yeah, this is <laughs> this is actually pretty awful. Right. So we're we're gonna try not to. Not, not to, to do, do that, that again. Yeah. yeah. Either do a recap or, you know. Or don't live recap it. Yeah. Or just do yeah. like a. The live recap, like three sentences. Yeah. Three yeah. sentence recap. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it's, yeah, it's it was uh, just a lot of like dead air where like, I know that when we're recording, I'm looking at you mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like such a long time. Right. But uh, that one particularly was bad because it was just like, neither of us had read it in ages and it was really, really long. <laughs> It's just right. like there's, there's you, you, Visigoths, there's a guy on a horse. There's a dinosaur. I'm not sure yeah. what the dinosaur is doing <laughs> there. dinosaur or just what is happening. I don't even remember how this one started. Right. So no more of that. No more of that. And you are putting a stop to all that by doing the recap. And thank you again for doing yep. that. I feel like we have nothing left to say about this issue. Though. I don't really have anything left to say about this issue. I, yeah, it was I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. true. And I guess if I if I if I if I was, you know, more um on top of stuff then I could go back and read knowing like what happened between Dazzler and Wolverine here. Yeah. Then I could go back in the last like two or three issues and see if there's any sort of signs of a of a more mature dazzler i'm not sure that you're going to find yeah, them but i'm not right. going to do that because i don't have time you don't have time i just don't have time no one, i do I, I don't not have time, have time. yeah yeah it, don't have time so I don't, I don't have time either we're gonna have to leave you know we're gonna have to leave that unnoon okay yeah okay i was looking at a list of uh, x-men podcasts the yeah, there are day. quite a few can, yeah apparently there are can, i can confirm that we do not appear on uh, on that list uh we do in mine probably because like, like i i mean i subscribe to this one i'm a, i follow this one yeah. i follow my own podcast um bum, bum, bum. Yeah, if you look at the similar more like this oh no actually <laughs> the x-men files if you click on the more like this button on mm-hmm, spotify mm-hmm, for our mm-hmm. podcast it just gives you more podcasts that no, no one no, no. listens to. more like this it, I'll, I'll show it to you <laughs> we couldn't find, <laughs> couldn't anything. find anything so it, it is nice that the uh, we are so unique. Uh, X-Men Unraveled, that's a kind of a cool one. I listened to one episode of that. Oh, hey, they can't find anything that looks like X-Men Unraveled either. Huh. And and that's a shame because, um, oh gosh, what's her name? Uh, Noelle Reed, you're probably not listening. But if you are, uh, I heard a couple of episodes and your podcast is great. And ours is like yours, so Spotify needs to get on the ball. <laughs> and uh you know check it out yeah there's one called cerebro people seem to like and then uh you know jay and jay and miles talk about the whatever those right, two right. people yeah yeah i'm looking uh, it, it people sh- seem to love that one as well claremont oh no 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 um claremont may have been on that one i i know uh oh gosh who um uh, 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 um, uh kurt busiak was on that mm. one uh, some other people have been i think anna senti was on that one mm-hmm. Um, if we had someone on our, I don't know where we'd put them in this closet, honestly. Well, Chris Claremont is not coming to our house. <laughs> Although you're always welcome, Mr. Claremont. <laughs> Be happy to have you. Yeah. You know, I'll make you. I'll make you some snack mix uh, or something. Yeah. I'll we usually have beer. Yeah. Huh? We usually have beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want beer, our kids are delightful. Yeah. Or, or, or don't. Yeah, yeah, kids are delightful. 
Um, you can talk to our daughter about Die Hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she isn't a Die Hard. Claremont could have a good time here, is all that I'm saying. We're nice people. We're hospitable. <laughs> and uh, we would have a lot to talk about. Uh, period. Period. Anyway, yeah, I don't. So why is I don't he dragging ha- his feet. About yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about this issue. You don't? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. You're not going to. You don't have it. anything else to say <laughs> no. about this issue? It doesn't matter to me what the audio sounds like because I don't. Evidently, to it. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, podcast listeners, uh, I was um, mimicking what uh, Inessa does very often. She won't look straight ahead. She'll look. But there's a lot of things to look at in here. <laughs> There are not. There uh, are the same clothes that we've had for low these many years, and you've been coming to this goddamn Cluedo for several years now. I think it is bereft of mystery. Hmm. All right, we're 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 bantering back and forth. This is going to be a short episode. Let, let let's cut the um, uh, watered down Nick and Nora Charles yeah. shit and talk about something else. Let's get into some meaty discussion here. All right, meaty. What have we seen since... Fast and Furious 6 we saw on Saturday. Yep, and you liked it. I didn't hate it, but you like those movies more than I do. Well, not necessarily. I am intrigued by those movies. Mm. I have seen the first seven. I have not seen eight, nine, and ten. And four, five, and seven... Actually, four is kind of hazy to me. Seven... Also a little bit hazy. Um, <laughs> three? Hazy as well. <laughs> no, no, no. The first three, strangely, I, I remember... I, I can't remember like details or anything like that, but I, I know the gist of the first three. I'm intrigued by them. Fast and the Furious, similar to the Mission Impossible movies in that it's astonishing to me that there's a film franchise that doesn't figure out... W- what it wants to be for several movies mm-hmm. and must have just to interrupt sure. you oh, uh, there's nothing interrupt. there's there's nothing wrong like i said that you like them and you're sort of uh yeah 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 you know hedging hedging like there's nothing wrong with liking those movies i'm yeah. not suggesting well I, i'm suggesting that there may be uh, one or two things wrong <laughs> and, and this isn't like like an elitist thing or, yeah. or anything like that um they're in the fast and the furious like Mission Impossible, you knew that they wanted to make a second one of those, right? Right. But they didn't figure out what the tone of the films was until the third one, right? Which is which is kind of kind of wild. Fast and the Furious, they didn't even think that they wanted to be a franchise. <laughs> they made the first one, then like, okay, well, let's make a sequel, and it was a typical sequel where they got one of the characters from the first film. Completely changed location, changed pretty much everything about the movie. They they kept the name so that people would know that it was a sequel, and that was right. about it. Who was the character that they kept? Uh, Paul Weller. Wait, yeah, Paul Weller. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brian. Yeah. Um, that was the only one that they kept. <laughs> uh, so this is a bit like they made Rush Hour, and then they made Rush Hour 2. Right. And I don't think they've made a rush hour three, right? But so so that's where we are after Too Fast, Too Furious. And then for the third one, they said, actually, let's forget everything about the first two. Yeah. And we, we're not even having it in the same goddamn country. Right. So it, they're like, we're now treating this as though it's an anthology. So where was the third one? 
Tokyo oh, Drift. Oh, Tokyo. I've seen that one. And there is, I think, maybe some weird, tenuous connection to, to the characters. The connection becomes super deep, starting with, with four. But the, for the first three movies, they're just making it up as they go along. Right, right. And then with four, they're like, okay, we got to get Vin Diesel back. Because just so we're clear, Vin Diesel is nowhere to be found. In the, in the second in, and third. In two and right, three. Right. And there's nobody in three. <laughs> but then suddenly but isn't for the four, guy Like, isn't the guy, the guy from Tokyo? Guy? The, 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 the Japanese Hunt. guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. But I think he's pretty sure he's introduced in three. Okay. And you can be forgiven for not knowing this. <laughs> The movies four, five, and six all take place temporarily before three. Sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> so they they had to like backfill. Right. It, it, backfill. They had to like basically retcon stuff. They're, hey, really great character. We should have him in the next movies. Uh, we actually can't do that because he's dead. Oh. Oh well. I don't worry about that. Everything takes place before, before. that. So he now, so now we, he goes I, to Japan at the end of six. Exactly. And that's when Tokyo Drift technically happens. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's insane. And by the way, we yeah. know that death is not a bar for characters Why coming back yeah. in Fast and Furious. But I, I love that they said, you know what? Continuity in these films is yes, really yes, important yes. to us. <laughs> so that we're going to have to respect the process. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that to me is is pretty fascinating. Also, that they're they're, they're kind of uneven in quality. The fourth one, regarded as not that, and by the way, second and third are not anything that anybody needs to rush out and see. Mm -hmm, but I've seen three. When did you Somehow. see three? I I don't know. I, I thought I saw that by myself. I saw it on TV. I saw parts of it. Maybe you did. Maybe oh, this is probably one of these Maybe like the like boy. it's a weeknight yeah. and you fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. No, I watched I watched that like a couple of years ago, yeah. several years ago, actually. Um, okay, so I'm I'm mostly fascinated by the mechanics of how this became a franchise, a multi-billion-dollar franchise, <laughs> just just randomly. Like like I said, it would be as though they made Rush Hour Two like, without Jackie Chan. <laughs> And, and it takes place in, like, South Africa. <laughs> and then they decide that Rush Hour 3 is going to be... Some, you understand my point. And yeah. imagine if we lived in a world where it's, like, Rush Hour 8, and it's Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson and, like, eight other name actors. <laughs> that would be weird. Or, like... Oh, I, don't, I, I could keep going. Yeah. I could riff on this for quite some time. Or like, like Ocean's Eleven is another... Like, what are, hey, how about Ocean's Eleven? How about a sequel, but lose everybody except for uh like the two dudes from from, from utah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds I mean, great there's, yeah, there's yeah. like something that i'm thinking of that has like sort of stories like that that are what am i thinking of like a maybe movies or like something where i can they're... probably think of this as well they're, they're going to be like three or four that that i'll will occur to me as soon as we're done recording yeah or like books where it's like yeah you know there's like characters in a book and then you know, then there's like the next book in the series yeah. about is about like a character who was sort of like ancillary did that. to that book. Uh, yeah. Maybe not ancillary, but the Scott Turow, uh I, I love that the, the like the sort of the hyperlinked yeah. character of the story. Uh, Scott Turow, <laughs> like, like the uh, the Turow cinematic universe 
Okay, he started off with uh, Presumed Innocent, which is uh, Rusty Savage, and Sandy Stern is his defense attorney. So the next book, all about Sandy Stern. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he'll do that. He'll like leapfrog from, from one character to the other. And he's got at least one set in World War II where a character is very peripherally involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, another... Um, here, we're not getting into franchises. We're getting into sort of shared universes. Uh, Kevin Smith will... will right, he does yeah. that Yeah, Ish. that's true. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Fast and the Furious 6 was... Uh, I, I, it's not that I don't... Like, I, I, I like... Like... I like the things that you like about it. I like the yeah. sort of uh, wholesome focus on family, That's family great. love. Uh, yeah. But it, like, I don't know if it's just Vin Diesel himself, even though I like him. Like I like sure. his stupid face and stuff. You like his stupid <laughs> it's face. Like he's, wow. uh, yeah. Okay. Not like, because I think he's hot, but just sure. like, I don't know. It's just like something about the wouldn't be crazy if you thought he was no, hot. No, I wouldn't be, but I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, he might not be your type. No, he's too, he's too bulky. Um, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, the, it, but there's something about the way that he, like, talks and just, like, his delivery of things is, yeah. like, you know, the, the line that our daughter and I, like, probably annoyed you immensely by yeah. giggling about for, like, the next half hour mm-hmm. was, uh, show me how you drive and I'll, sh- you know, show me how you drive and I'll tell you who you are or right. whatever. Um, and then, you know, then our daughter and I, like, went a lot of different ways with that, you know, show me how you... <laughs> Okay. Show me how you eat ice cream and I'll tell you who you are. Okay. Like, you know, okay. and anything yeah. in that delivered in that same sort of gravelly voice has right. like a, a, a weighty feeling to it. Um, so yeah. we talked about this yeah, and, and, and it'll be tough to recycle that conversation. Neither of us wants to, but just for, for the record, what I'd say, but those, those moments that are, are, are not real or, or, or just, hyperbolic yeah we were talking about the car the 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 flying through the air but it could be that as well it it is the point that i that that i made at the time was this is the same departure from reality that you'll find i know that you've already heard it (laughs) just want to record it so you you don't need to uh, i don't need to interrupt you (laughs) you know what you need to do (laughs) carry on yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm pretending that there's a listener, <laughs> other than you. <laughs> One goddamn person will just like let me. <laughs> will listen to me. Um, that that, that exaggerated that departure from reality very similar to romantic comedies or or, or other other types of of kind of stylized uh, film. Romantic comedy in particular, because there's nothing remotely fucking real about a romantic yeah. comedy. Uh, but. The departure from reality, and what I had said, the departure from reality is not the point. The the emotional catharsis or the emotional identification, you know, scratching that emotional itch, like that's the point. Yeah. And then the question is not like, oh my god, nobody would ever say that. Oh my god, that sounds ridiculous. And and we can do that from time to time in that moment. Like like, why does it work for me? Why does it work for for anyone for whom it works? Right. You know, what what truth is being revealed? Right. No, yeah. I mean, I get that. I for me, it, it, the some of those moments I think work less than they do for you. And neither of us is wrong. Yeah. Except for you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wow. I'm just okay. Kidding. No, yeah. Neither wrong. of us is wrong. <laughs> um, it, it, the reason why I make such a big deal about this, the reason why I harp on it, is. Um, I, I do get a little bit bugged in the way that 
romance in particular gets a pass <laughs> in ways that uh, gets action a pass movies, for being like unrealistic. You mean people don't even think of it that way. I think you right. know even beyond that, um, they just take that speed bump at sixty miles an hour about the departure from reality. Uh, but but if there's something that it's gendered. I'm just going to go ahead and say that, that, that men are not allowed that, that kind of identification, that kind of empathy with, with something being expressed. And it, it, it's, it's, um, what's the word? Um, it, it's diminished by saying, well, that's juvenile. It may be simple. It, it may be. Who said that it was something that was juvenile? You and our daughter <laughs> kind of made that suggestion. Um, it, uh, under underneath all of that is like, ugh, you know, that, that's it's corny. Juvenile is facile. I think is the probably the cool. I mean, that's yeah. cool. I mean, well, facile then, yeah. I, either juvenile or uh, uh, you know, like emotionally or mentally immature in some fashion, uh, you know, unworthy. So that, that feels a little harsh. I mean, I, I like. Well, well, let's just stick with facile then. <laughs> worthy feels harsh. But 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 facile. Um, a bit facile, I said. Uh, okay. Um, it, it, it it is it is quite gendered. And and by the way, like like men, a lot of men will like shit all over romantic movies, and they should they ought to knock it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but but women can't watch. <laughs> I shouldn't say this. Um, it is typical that, that a woman will see something like that, a, a bit of dialogue. And, like, that one is, like, maybe not a winner for me. The one where, you, where he's saying to everybody, like, like, you know, what you did out there was for you. What you're doing right now is for her. Like, like that, uh, like, that's a fucking great line and delivered very, very well. And that, that exchange between Vin Diesel and Paul Weller, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it is straightforward, a word that's, nicer than facile but um if i get kind of stoked by watching something like that you know, more often than not a woman will kind of like snicker at something like that what, what woman but not not you necessarily <laughs> but well you and her daughter did snicker at we the other thing at that because that's a sit like just because oh, oh yeah tell me why you snickered which is the thing that i said you did like you, but you didn't i mean you, you talk about me and her i guess but you don't need yeah. to make it like about all uh, you know, something that some some generic woman would do because you don't actually know that. Okay, hang on. You know, so so I, so so we can't. I didn't it. respond to it like that because yeah, I'm yeah. a woman. I just thought that that particular the logic in that line is silly because you could say that about anything, and I stand by that. Sorry. There's a deep conversation here. Preface any further foray into that by saying that I, I, I don't like the, we know this and I've got, I've got hours of podcast to back this up. I don't like the, uh, the cultured approach to gender, which is the argument that I'm making. <laughs> it may not seem obvious, but, um, I want to make sure that I'm hearing you right. What you seem to be saying is, that the thing I'm describing doesn't exist. I have no idea what I'm saying because I have no idea what you're talking about. I thought that line was silly and I don't think that it has any... Zooming out from that okay. one specific line. Fine. 
I mean, if we're if we're only talking about that line, then there's no and point to be made that, because that it was, was a very yeah. That was know. what I that was what I that was an example that I gave yeah. of a time that clearly stands out to me that that movie did not work for me because the silliness of that line took me out of whatever emotional thing was happening there, and that something about his like delivery sometimes of lines makes them to me seem not because I'm a woman or anything else but just like they seem a little bit like overwrought in a way that I do not like okay I would say your experience is probably mirrored by other women okay I mean maybe (laughs) yeah but I don't know what you like how do you figure how do I figure? Yeah, based on my own experience, and and I mean, I, I can't give you precise uh, examples. I mean, switch it around. Like, 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 how many men do you know that uh, that enjoy watching romantic comedies? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have many men right now in my life that I discuss those things with. Probably not that many. Yeah. But I actually enjoy watching action movies i know i know yeah. I know. so i mean i don't think that that's uh a... <laughs> I, I i'm not I, i'm not taking i'm not not taking a swing at you okay. uh if, insofar as i'm taking a swing at all it's a it's a swing at society mm. and what i'm failing to do but what i'm trying to do is to say to to nobody other than you that it wouldn't it be great if we all made space for uh, everyone's uh, everyone's emotional connection to things that might seem superficially a little silly yeah, I mean I guess but does it I mean what's the difference between that and just like not being able to say that you don't like something you're allowed to say that you don't like something I mean, what I'm saying, what's the difference between making space for things that seem silly? You know, so, Vin Diesel has a billion dollars, so he doesn't care right. about my feeling about his line reading of that line. Yeah. That is a very good question. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm being yeah. genuine here. Um, and it's something that, that is sort of in the back of my mind, which is like, well, where do we draw that line? And uh, maybe as I'm exploring this, I, I think where I draw that line is when, okay, I was, it was not that long ago Sorry. that I was able to even be aware of and to acknowledge out loud that I fucking love romantic movies. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that I'd spent many years watching them, and mm-hmm. enjoying them, yeah, <laughs> and like crying, uh, and, and laughing and whatever. Um, why was that? You tell me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. Um, at a certain point, however much I want to believe in a world functioning in a way that feels equitable and fair. There is just the self-awareness and the self-honesty that I and many, many other people, well, I and everybody <laughs> live live in this world with uh, cultural messages that, uh, even if we're responding to them uh, in a contrary way, 
there are cultural messages that are that are difficult to um, disentangle from our own experiences. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you about that. I just I'm not sure what that has to do with my specific own personal we're dislike not, okay, of that. Okay, we're we're, we're going to move on. Okay, I'm not talking about you. Well, I you think... are not under attack. You can snicker at whatever you like. You can like whatever you like. I don't know how we went from talking about me to talking about sort of uh, gendered appreciation or not appreciation for uh, the Fast and the Furious films. I, I was using that as as a starting point. I regret having done it. I cannot wait to listen to this. <laughs> to, to where to where to, just so that I, I I'm I'm being genuine here. Like to, to clue in on like where I started attacking you, <laughs> I don't so, that, feel so that I won't fucking do it ever I again. I don't feel attacked. But you know, I, I'd like to talk about it, about something bigger, um, but I'm not. You know, I, I I wanted to, but that 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 feeling is past. <laughs> all right. Well, that's fine. So since I can't talk to all of society or talk to you about all of society, uh, let's talk about something else. I don't think there's anything else. I don't think we've seen or watched anything. It's only been like four days since we... Has been fairly brief. Yeah. Yeah. We saw the last episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, we did. We did Sunday. see the last episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, it was fine. You know, I don't know. Did you like it? Yeah, I didn't I hate it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fine. Andre Brower, once again, uh, almost moved me to tears. Yeah, no, uh, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's good. Yeah, he said that he was... When he said that he was proud of... Uh, and it's remember like, oh my god, I got choked up. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that was... dude can fucking act, man. Yeah. yeah. What else has he been in? I've never seen him in anything else. He's been in stuff, uh, not nearly. Uh, I've not seen nearly enough stuff. He, he was in Glory. Um, he was in Homicide, oh. uh, Life in the Streets. A, a show I saw. I've seen like a couple episodes of that, uh, and I think it's pretty hard to to, to track down. It's always that, weird for me watching. when there's like an an actor who's like middle-aged who's like suddenly crops up in some show and i'm yeah. just like did you just start acting yeah. never seen you before ever in my life it's like and i don't watch a lot of tv yeah. but it's like did you just start acting last year have yeah. you been just acting this whole time and i've never seen him i've never seen him in anything yeah, yeah. he's a good actor yeah he is a good actor okay. yeah that that episode was uh you know it wasn't like my favorite series finale but it, it it's hard to end a series then i think it was fine sure all right, I got nothing else. Okay. Cool. We'll talk again yeah, later. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.